0: All right, welcome to the Chaz Palmitary Podcast. All right, what is it? It's Monday at 11 o'clock. It's a new episode, a new episode. But before I bring on my guest, I want to tell you and remind you, I'm going to be in Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. I'll be in St. Charles, Illinois at the Arcada Theater. That's the 23rd of October, Ron Onesti's place. Ron Onesti's does a great job big-time support of A Bronx Tale, big-time Italian American. Come and see the show at the Arcata Theater on the 23rd of October, November 6th. I'll be in New Jersey, long a long branch, New Jersey, at the Monmouth University Center for the Arts. That's November 6th. November 11th and 12th, two nights, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh, PA, at the Byram Theater. Two big nights, not many tickets left for these folks. You gotta get on, uh, call them chaspermetary.net and get tickets. And of course, the Richfield Playhouse in Richfield, Connecticut. Uh, I will be there at Richfield. Don't forget also my site, chaspermetary.net. You can get the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. In fact, I got new photos, not just me this time. I got photos from this, The Saddest Thing in Life is Wasted Talent. I got even posters from my original one-man show signed. Also, if you like a shout-out, a shout-out to a person, a video, if you want a video, uh, something, a nice five-minute whatever, a a video, you want a shout-out to somebody, you had a message, uh, whatever, happy anniversary, birthday, you can call chazparmentary.net and get a shout-out. Uh, it's a fee, of course, but, you know, hey, man does not live on bread alone, you know. So my guest, let me tell you something. Five years ago, I met this this young lady. Five years ago. I work out all the time. I'm a constant, constant. I box, I do weights, I do cardio, elliptical, I do everything. But I felt something was missing. I... I People don't realize how important flexibility is. You could be in great physical shape, cardio strong, but if you're not flexible, that's the key to growing older. Is to be flexible. I was growing older. Everybody knows how old I am. You could just go on Google and see. And so I met this young woman. I know because I said I'm going to start doing yoga. I mentioned it to her. I take her class. I took a class. Now I work with her privately. I pay for my things. She, I am not doing this because I get anything for free. I don't want anything for free. I'm doing this because I want to help other people. Uh, full disclosure. Because it's an amazing, amazing... She's an amazing teacher. She's an amazing, amazing person. And uh, she teaches right here in Westchester. Uh, her name is Michelle Prosper. Michelle, how are you?
1: Hey, good, how are you?
0: I'm okay. Now... When you meet people who are, I was, in, you know, for my age, I was physically fit. I was, oh, totally. I, I could box 12 rounds. I could, uh, you know, run and, but flexibility, why is flexibility so important when you get older?
1: Flexibility and functional movement. They go hand in hand. Functional mass, movement. Right? That's so, I,
0: actually, that's, you're right. That's a yeah. better, that's a better answer.
1: Um, you want to have and keep range of motion around your joints. But more than that, you want to be able to do like functional movement means you'd be able to do the activities that you do daily and do them well. And you also want to keep space in your body. As we age, we get a little drier, right? And by nature, right? right? We've been living longer, right? We've got life is, you know, life has been happening for us. And if we don't stay and continue to create space in our bodies and our minds, right? Then we get, we get closed off, right? It starts to pull on everything. Your posture gets rounded. And once your posture goes,
0: right? that's not good
1: no that's you know,
0: not good <laughs> I always thought you know i I always thought well you know I, I'm a top, I'm a street guy but but, but but yoga that's for women
1: that's for women but do you find that more men now are doing yoga than ever more men are doing yoga now than ever in in this country, right? In like our, you know, when it started with yoga, when it's it's, it's origins back in India, that was mostly men back then, back in the day. So when originally it was mostly men. Originally it was mostly men. And then it came to the West and it was mostly women, right, with the exception of like the Beatles. Right. right. <laughs> and yeah, and then it, it stayed primarily women. And now more and more and more, uh, you know, men are coming into class and privates, like most men, you know, like you, right? Like accomplished, me. right? Most they, men they like want, to be they, right? So most of my like private clients are men. You know, accomplished people. You know, they, yeah, you know. I
0: mean, because I've done, I think I did a class a couple of times. I, I just feel a little funny because a lot of women are in class, I and um, you know, I I can't. I'm not as flexible as. A man is just not as flexible as a woman. Totally.
1: Like, bi- right? biology. biology. A man is not as flexible as a woman. And right. I always tell that to my men. I'm like, you don't expect you're going to do that the same way a woman will do it. Because it's just, you
0: know. It's just not possible. It's just not
1: possible. Right. Not without a little bit of work enough. effort.
0: Not, not without yeah. work. I mm-hmm. mean, how long would you say does it take for a man mm-hmm. doesn't know, never did yoga before, and he starts taking it for him to actually see... A little difference in terms of lasting flexibility. And I was like, "Wow, you know, I am. I'm feeling better. I, I am getting a little flexible
1: here." Well, after one after one class, you're gonna feel like you were more flexible, like you created more space, right? Every time, every time wow. we meet, right? You yeah, have I, a little bit more space, space that, yeah. right? Lasting flexibility, mm. I'd say probably six weeks, you know. Six and weeks. you'll notice just a difference if you're consistent with it. You can't expect to do it one time and then that's it. Right. Right. You got to be consistent with it.
0: You have to be consistent.
1: Twice a week, once to twice a week is key.
0: At least once or twice a week.
1: At least once or twice a week.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: Now in your,
0: in your teaching, do some people do it a little while, then they give up or or they stick with it?
1: So with class, yeah, with the classes, you get a little bit more, you know, people are in, people float in, they float out. But the people who do one-on-one, Oh, yeah, they're consistent. They're consistent. Oh, yeah, they're consistent. Yeah, because it's just for you. Everything's just for you, just about you.
0: Right, it's just, and that's And why, your body's,
1: like, ability, everything, yeah, yeah. I mean, and also, you're
0: such a great teacher. I mean, I've had you for five years. For five years, you've been teaching me. And you never, ever once came there and walked through it. Never. Mm-hmm. You're always there, and you give 110% and I, I guess that's because you love it so much. I do. And you, <laughs> I, I mean, you actually teach yeah. yoga teachers.
1: Yeah, I train the teachers. You yeah. train the teachers. Such a joy. Yeah. She trains
0: the teachers, guys. <laughs> you hear that? She trains the teachers. You want the best? You call her. You want the best? Call her. She's the best. I mean, no, seriously. It's like such a
1: joy. Yeah, we just had, I just had one who did their final yesterday. Amazing. It's like such a joy to see people like grow into their practice and empower their voice and be able to do, it's amazing. And they become teachers and they they get certified and everything, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Quite a few up here. And how long Mm -hmm. have you
0: been doing yoga?
1: Truth, first time I did yoga, first time I was 19, right? And I didn't do it consistently back then. I was 19. Right. I was in some woman's, I was living overseas. I was in some woman's living room. And I remember I was like, worked super hard. Like my physical body was worked super hard. And, and, you know, and then there was also this peace that washed over me. And at the end, just be able to lie down and breathe. And I was like, oh man, this is awesome. And I did that one time, eh, a couple times here and there over the years. And then I was looking to move. Um, I was living in where were you I was living? living in the Bronx <laughs> hey,
0: at the time, yeah, know that. Okay.
1: <laughs> right outside okay. the city, um, and yeah, and I was looking to move up to Westchester, so, you know, I found, like, a studio up here, and I, a couple, I was, you know, right. went a couple times, and there was an incredible teacher who I met up, up there, and, right. um, or up here, and um, yeah, her name's Johanna, I'll just give her a little shout out, she's sure, amazing, I still course. practice with her, she's awesome, and yeah, and I was like, she announced that she was doing a teacher training. So I in six weeks. So I was like, all right, I signed up, and I just dove right in. And right there, my practice got super consistent. So I was twenty-nine. At so the time. you realized that this
0: mm-hmm. was you wanted to make it your life.
1: Well, I didn't do it to teach. I just did, it, just for did it for myself. Oh right. yeah, I had a six-year-old at the time, you know, and I I just did it for me. Right. And then. It was like a 6 week intensive or maybe a 4 week intensive I can't remember. And then the day after I graduated my teacher training, and when you first graduate teacher training, you know, you're not you got to practice. You're not really ready to teach. Like it's right, just, right. you know, like you just I was and I went to class. So I went to take class, not to teach the class. I went to take the class. Even as a teacher. Yeah, as a teacher. Oh yeah, you right. got to you got to keep taking class always. You right. don't you never know everything. And, um, so I go there, I went, I go to take the class. And for some reason there was like some emergency with the teacher. She got into some, I don't know, something happened. She got delayed flat tire, whatever. And somebody comes in the studio, you know, assistant comes in and is like, Hey, is anybody here a teacher could teach this class? I don't know what came over me. I raised my hand. I was like, Oh, I just graduated yesterday and I taught the class. I must have taught something because wow. people hung out for the hour, 15 minutes, whatever. I right. must have taught something. I don't know what possessed me to do that. I have no idea. And then I was like, all right, yeah, like I could teach wow. this. And then I started to create curriculum where I was teaching as a professor and then the rest is history. Yeah. The rest is history. And the rest is history. And
0: yes, I mean, I,
1: I just, every time, and I've been working with you
0: for five years and every once in a while, every, you always do something new for me. And I'm going, where did, where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and you're just so, uh, you're so caring and gentle and you want to make sure the person doesn't hurt themselves and to move slow. And I think that's, like you care more about the person than you do about the movement. Like you want to make sure that person's okay with it first yeah. because you... I think you're right, because if that person gets hurt or whatever, you're defeating your purpose.
1: Right, and I go, you know, it, it's not ever about, like, you have to it, You have to go into it this way or it has right. to look that way. Everybody's body is different. Yeah. Anatomically, the, you're, we're all built differently, so it's never going to look the exact same. No. I mean, alignment's important, no. but alignment is a little different for everybody, and the way it's the poses are right. expressed are a little different, you know, for everybody. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, folks, when I see her do a movement, and I do it, doesn't look the same. She does downward dog. Give your best effort, yeah. Oh come on, <laughs> downward dog. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, the the flexibility on her, and then I do it, and uh, that's a tough one for me, right? Downward dog.
1: Yeah, but you are making sp- every time you make more space. I make some it progress. gets easier I make some... every time. But
0: you know what's you know what's amazing is I feel so much better in my everyday life. Yeah, you know, reaching for things turning really right away for things, sleeping better. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. definitely
1: sleep better. Um, yeah. And your posture. My posture yeah. is better. You know, for you, I always want your posture to be like on point. You always about my yeah. posture. And yeah. You have good posture, but like I, I want do, it to I stay have, that way. But, yeah, You got to yeah. be, you know, in front of people doing now, things. These people
0: talk about the um, the five Tibetan rites. Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I talk to you about that mm-hmm. and read it. Now, should someone, does, does someone have to do yoga first before they jump in the five t- Tibetan rites, you would say? It would assume
1: that, right? Yeah, I mean, they, you know they the ancient yogis would probably say no right but, you know nowadays we're built differently than the than the ancient yogis like we're not you know a we're not living in the heat of india i mean it was nice and warm this summer but you know that was like created somewhere where there was heat and people anatomically were different right. than we are here right? right you know here you do sports you, you know you box and there's right. all these different you know physical activities that we're engaged in and that all is awesome and i'm a big fan of you know training and multi-disciplines right. but you know, all those things create a situation where we we might get tight in certain places. Right. So I am a fan of working your way up towards the Tibetan rights. right? Especially like things like the J, and you have to work on the backbending and the cobra. There's steps along the way to develop the openness and the flexibility you need for them. I mean, people actually... But I think it's a great practice. You think?
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, people say about the Tibetan rights that it'll keep you young forever. I mean, how do you feel about that? Is that true?
1: Worth a, shot, you it's know? worth a shot. Worth a shot.
0: <laughs> I mean, a lot of people feel that way, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yoga, Tibetan rites, do both.
0: To do both. Yeah. Why yeah, not? Yeah, I mean, we just started with the Tibetan rites, and mm-hmm. I hope I can do them all.
1: Yeah, you already can, even we- if you not the full expression. You're already doing all the things. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's something that I could do on my own. Yeah, exactly. Which, you,
0: which is great about you—you you teach them to do things on their own. If, if, if a person travels a lot, you'll make a little video for them mm-hmm. and just keep them in shape until they get back to class. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you got to see her. I'm telling you, this is a great teacher here. And uh, and a full disclosure, hey, I pay for my lessons. Do I pay for my lessons? You Am too. I right or wrong? Yeah,
1: every time. <laughs> I
0: pay it up every time. I want, I've got her on the show because she's an amazing teacher and an amazing person. I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I got to share you with other people. They got to come and they have to like work with you. I mean, if you had it, I, I guess if someone's injured, do they have to wait till they heal before they do yoga or is it something that matters the injury, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, it depends on the injury, you know, but a lot of times moving, you know, consciously, Right. Not just like haphazardly, but moving consciously, consciously will help with the majority of injuries, but it depends. You know, I always say like with doctor's approval, I'm not a doctor, so you have to get of course. You know, doctor's approval. But most injuries, if you work through them in a gentle way, could be worked through.
0: Could be worked and, through. And
1: probably you would improve the outcome of the injury. Yeah, like years and years and years ago, I had like a torn, like a popped hamstring or something. And, you know, the doctor said like, okay, don't do anything for six weeks. Right. You can tell tell me not to move for six weeks, you crazy? Wow. And I, you know, went back to it, did some yoga, mm-hmm. and it wow. healed itself in like two to three. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what they say is, and especially with people with, as you get older, arthritis, the worst thing to do about arthritis is not move.
1: Correct. You'll stiffen
0: up. They think, oh, yep. I'm in pain, my back's in pain. So what people do is they don't move, right. and that makes it worse. Right. Yeah. But I learned through you, That certain pain you have to push through.
1: Certain pain you have to push through. right? the uncomfortable, right? Like just a little sore (laughs) or something. Yeah. But yeah, no,
0: I, I agree with that. I mean, who said, who said it? If you don't use it, you lose it, you know? Yeah.
1: They all said it. They all say that. I think when you like, like the wise people have said it. Right. Many of the wise people have been like, yeah, if you don't use it, you lose it. You lose
0: it. So true. I mean, you I, how many it, you lose yoga it. masters have you seen, like in their 80s and 90s, that could still move incredibly? Oh right? yeah,
1: there was an amazing teacher, Tao Porshan Lynch. I mean, she's passed recently, but she she was lived till over a hundred. She was ballroom dancing, doing everything. Hundred years old. Over hundred, and she, she could lived,
0: do any you know downward dog. ballroom door.
1: dancing, downward dog, the whole thing. Put her foot behind her head. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Holy God. goals. Those are the now, goals.
1: <laughs> it's just Hashtag been, life It's goals. been an
0: absolute pleasure having you on the show. Tell me how, if somebody wants to study with you, how do they get in touch with you? What do they do?
1: Well, reach out, email, find me on Instagram, um, Yo- studios or Michelle prosper yoga. Um, Also, check out my website, orayogastudios.com. You can email me right through the website. And what's the name of the website? Um, Or O-R-A, Aura Yoga Studios. The only thing to pronounce, O-R-A, yogastudios.com. Great. Uh, John, you got a question?
0: I do. What are some of the more common misconceptions or questions that you get about being a yoga instructor?
1: About being a yoga instructor, okay. Or about getting into yoga
0: (laughs) in general. What are some of the more common questions? So
1: with getting into yoga in general people are usually like oh i can't do yoga because i'm not flexible so like i i just i have no flexibility i I can't right that's what you thought yeah um and what i'd say to that is just every time you get to the mat you will create more space than there was when you started so if you make little gains every single time you know you get, you're left with much more space than when you started. So, so it's, four, step it's, step. it's step by step. Right. Yeah, if you're not flexible, yeah. you can do it. Especially this kind of yoga with all the functional movement. This is not the type of yoga where you're pushing into positions. If the space is available, then you can go into those positions. But if it's not... Like what kind of yoga do you teach? So it's from like a vinyasa framework. So vinyasa means flow. You know, right. like the postures all flow into each right. other. There's a sequence to everything. But this is more I would say, you know anatomically informed vinyasa, so there's a definite anatomical perspective that's there so right. like I don't want you jamming in the hip like I'll align you so that you're not pushing into the wrong places into compression in your joints right. but you're creating space in the joints so it's an anatomically informed vinyasa.
0: so the first time you work with somebody you kind of Work with them and see what they can do first before exactly. you push them in any way. Exactly. What, what do you think about hot yoga? About this Beckham? What is it called Beckham?
1: Oh, Bikram. Bikram. Yeah. So Bikram. That's
0: <sighs> yeah, okay. You can say how you feel. Yeah.
1: A full honesty, full disclosure. Bikram is it's a series of like twenty six postures right. that you do again and again and again and again. Nothing wrong with it. It's not bad, but there are certain alignment cues. I me crazy, right. um, such as like lock out your knee, don't lock out your knee. Yeah, that's just going to cause you to faint and yeah, not great for your knee. Right. So there's certain cues like that, that I feel like the information got passed down. Um, you know, it's a great practice because people know what to expect and they stay consistent with right, it. Right. But, you know, there's only only 26 postures. Like we do something new every time. Every time the yogis say there's 860,000 posture abilities. Wow. So, like, you could do a posture, and then there's like six variations of that posture.
0: So, there's 860,000
1: posture builders. 60,000. 860,000 posture That's what they say, the ancient ones. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. So,
0: there's like different styles of yoga? Totally. What, what are some it, of the styles?
1: Yeah. So there's, vinyasa is pretty popular because it's such a catch-all. Anything that's sequenced, it's it's a big one. Um, There's hatha yoga, which is more, you know, holding the postures for a little longer. There's not necessarily a sequence you come to standing. There's ashtanga, which is... The father of, t- is that you know the
0: hardest yoga?
1: Ashtanga is, you know, if you think about it, like vinyasa is the wild child of right. Ashtanga. Who's like the strict father? It's like right. you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that. Um, in a good way. It's in it's disciplined, way, huh? yeah. And then there's Kundalini, which is a totally other. It's like over there. It's an amazing practice, but it is it is energetic and it's really hard. <laughs> so I think
0: for the first time for the, a person who's just starting out in yoga, it, yours is, is pretty the best one. I
1: mean, it's a pretty good way to start. It's a pretty good way to start. <laughs> it's a pretty I mean, good way I, to I start. I think your
0: yoga is, is just, um, I just think you're an incredible teacher, an incredible person. Um, again, a shout out. It's I, to get on your Instagram. How do you get on yeah,
1: your Instagram? Yeah, yoga.orastudios.
0: Okay, yeah. check her out. You're based here, where? In Westchester? In Westchester. In Westchester, New York. And, or, you uh,
1: know, everywhere online now. We can go everywhere. Oh, you go online now? Yeah. yeah. Live stream. Yeah, too. live stream or on demand, yeah.
0: Wow. And uh, to get, get up with you online, the same yeah, thing? Yeah,
1: go to the website, yeah. Go it's on the right website.
0: There. Uh, this is an incredible person here, an incredible teacher. And uh, she's changed my life and she could change yours. So, hey, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Such an thank honor. You. And we had a great show today. Don't forget next week. Next, uh, was it Saturday night? Yeah, it's November twenty third. I'm going to be at the Saint Charles. I'll be in Saint Charles, Illinois, at the Arcada Theater. At the Arcada Theater, right after that, I'll be in Long Branch, November sixth, in Long Branch, at Monmouth University Center for the Arts. Two shows in Pittsburgh, November eleventh and twelfth, the Byram Theater, and then, of course. Uh, November 19th at the Richfield Playhouse right near me. So come and see the show, net. God bless you all, and uh, I'll see you next week.